What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast. My name is Dwayne, and we have episode 15 of the Cinemania World Show. I am joined once again, as always, every week by Alex Madden from the Cinemania page. Alex, how you doing? What's up? What's up, Cinemaniacs? What is going on, people? Okay, guys, before we start, we have so much... We have so much, like, news to get to today. And before, like, yesterday, I was like, oh, it's not too bad with the news. And then today, a whole no, bunch... Yeah, then today, a whole bunch of shit, like, uh, rolled out. Um, so, of course, guys, as always, we are going to be getting into our key topics, our fast-track news, uh, television news, and then we added some gaming news for today. Big day for the gaming world. Um, as you know, I'm sure you guys all know what's become what will be coming out tomorrow, and then we'll get into Alex's movie pull list, fan questions, and then we will close the show. So thank you guys for joining us. We'll get started right now. Alex, you ready? Are you ready, sir? I have been ready since the day I was born. I doubt that. I doubt that. You you didn't know me. <laughs> um, That's not true. <laughs> first off, guys, we're gonna start off with some sad news. Um. Just reported today, various news sites, uh, Burt Reynolds, actor and comedian, has passed away at the age of 82. Um, now, I'm not going to sit here in front like I knew a bunch of his work. I mean, I'm on the younger side, but I did know the big stuff like Boogie Nights and all those movies. And then like um, uh, The Longest Yard and Deliverance. It's like a lot of those good movies that he did when he was in his prime and stuff like that. I didn't hear from him. I didn't hear from him the past couple of years, but he, you know, he 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 does have a stamp in this film world. So very sad to report that actor Burt Reynolds has passed away at the age of 82 today. News dropped a few, literally a few hours ago. We had, we wanted to add it to today's lineup. First and foremost, at did you um, uh, how do you feel about these news about Burt Reynolds? It's crazy. Uh yeah, it's definitely uh, sad and tragic um i knew i knew most of his work in his prime i didn't i didn't see him in any of his work from his prime the only movies i saw him in were without a paddle the longest yard remake mm-hmm. and dukes of hazard so i mean you could probably say that those are probably his three worst movies even though i don't hate the longest yard uh but um yeah, I mean, any time an actor or actress passes away, it's it's sad since this is the world that we we like. You know, this is stuff that we like talking about, well, not celebrity deaths, but you know, like movies or stuff we like we like to talk about. And just uh, I guess you know everybody can't live forever, obviously, but just uh, you 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 just never think of somebody industry that's like dust, you know. Yeah, it's very sad to just, like, to find out and stuff like that. I saw the news. I was on my way home from work. And um, yeah. it's just very sad because, like, it just happened. And, you know, of course, the film world, we always we always feel, no matter who it is or what, or what amount, what, how, like, the, what the work was um, on their end or what they did beforehand and how many movies you disliked or liked, it's always an impact to all of us losing an actor or an actress um, in the film yeah. world, so very sad, and we send our, we send all of our prayers to uh, the families of Burt Reynolds and stuff. He's in a better place, and we will we will move on 
um, happily. We, we won't um, we won't mourn his death. We will celebrate it. So yeah, I just wanted to take some time out to just say some words on the act of Burt Reynolds, and yeah, we'll get right into the show now. So on some lighter news. We're going to go right into the key topics of the of today's show, and that is uh, we got our first look for Captain Marvel, finally. I'm sure after Avengers, 4, after Avengers Infinity War ended, the only question on people's minds were who is Captain Marvel and how and can she save us? And yes, she damn can, people. She can. She can and she will. Um, we got our first looks of, of Captain Marvel. We got some photos, a lot of photos, new images that Entertainment Weekly uh, dropped. You know, it was some of her from um, from a couple of group photos of the uh, the Cree uh, uh, Army group. We have we have we got some photos of Samuel Jackson with the de aging technology. Uh, we got a couple of photos of. Um, of just Brie Larson, a lot of Brie Larson, of course, as um, Carol Danvers as Captain Marvel and as Carol Danvers the pilot and stuff like that, which is who Carol Danvers is in the Captain Marvel universe. So, and we also had our first look at Ronan. Ronan the Accuser is going to be in this movie. Um, is one of one of Captain Marvel's is one of his like big ne- nemesis before he moves on to the Guardians. So that's interesting. So. Alex, what were your thoughts on all the Captain Marvel stuff we got yesterday? We also got a, a cool ass cover too. The cover looks pretty good. Um, yeah. So yeah, what were your thoughts? That green guy looks like Piccolo from Dragon Ball Evolution. That was my first thought. Oh yeah, the the, the scrolls. Yeah, they're called scrolls. Yeah, yeah. they yes, do. They yeah. do. Everyone was saying that. I, I wasn't sure if that was the Kree or the scrolls, but yeah. Uh, I'm, all kidding aside, um, I think I think it's got the potential to be really good. It's like those behind the scenes photos look really cool. Um, in all honesty, I kind of want the movie to be cheesy. I think it has to capture that 1990s feel, you know. Like it has to fe- it has to be a movie that feels like it should have been released in the 1990s. Right. I I, I, I I can agree to an extent with that aspect because you know. Um, after being such a big fan, after seeing being like such a big, you know, getting into all the uh, the lore of Captain Marvel and reading her comics and everything like that, you know, I've been really anticipating the movie. But I wouldn't want another like, you know, you know, joke fest or comedy fest. I want it. I do. Oh, of yeah. course, there's gonna be. Um, Carol Danvers is a quirky person. She's very quirky and clumsy and stuff like that when she's not, you know, in her badassery form and stuff like that. Uh-huh. You know, she's just an average girl next door and she's pretty cool. So I think Brie Larson's gonna capture all of that, and of course there's gonna be jokes mixed mixed in with all of that and stuff. But of course, when it gets serious, I would love for it to get serious and stuff like that, and her to actually kick ass because you want people coming out of it like, wow, she's gonna be a huge threat to Thanos in Avengers Four. You know what I mean? So yeah. Um, one thing that was correct me if I'm wrong. Was there a behind the scenes photo of Jude Law too? Yeah, that was there was a photo of uh, Brie Larson and Jude Law. That came out too, and I don't know if a lot of people noticed, but the one where, um, where Captain Marvel is when she's Kree in the green outfit and stuff, um, next to her was two. Well, they had Ronan in that in that picture, Ronan the Accuser, and they had I forget the actor's name, but it's the guy from Guardians of the Galaxy who was like who, when Star when you know when you first meet Star Lord, and he's like, "What's your name?" and Star Lord's like, "Star Lord." He's like, "Who that guy?" 
yeah. Hansel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget. I blanked on his name, but he was in that photo. Um, and then as well as Gemma Chan. Gemma Chan is playing Minerva, who's one of Dude, Captain. She, oh yeah, I forgot that she's gonna be in this. Yeah, Gemma Chan is playing Minerva, who's in that photo as well. She's gonna be playing. She's one of Captain Marvel's uh, villains too. So I can kind of see where this movie's kind of playing out as and stuff like that. But I'm excited to, to get into it and watch it for the first time. Captain Marvel is one of those heroes that you can literally there's so much you can do with the character on screen. Like she flies. She just. She can, she just wield, wield like so much fire and stuff like that, and you know, and she's, she's cosmic. You know, that's like the big thing about her is that she's cos, she's a, she's a cosmic hero. When, um, when, yeah. when Samuel Jackson calls her at the end, she's most likely she's gonna be coming from space somewhere and flying down there. You know what I mean? So Probably, yeah. she's cosmic, and there's so much you can do with this character. And what I like that the, what I like that the movie is showing is that there's gonna be some time. They're going to spend some time on Earth in the U.S. with her normal life as far as, like, you know, and then what Samuel L. Jackson and, and Clark um, Clark Gregg is going to be doing because they're both going to be de oh, I, I thought you were going to say Clark Kent. I was like, no, no, no. Oh, uh, no, yeah, they're going to be de-aged, both of them. Um, Clark Gregg and Samuel L. Jackson, so see Agent Coulson. So we're going to see what they're going to yeah. be doing on Earth and how they tie into the story. You know, because she does have a home life. She does have her Earth life where she's a pilot. And then she has her space stuff when she's up there being the Kree and being Captain Marvel. You know, so there's so much you can do with the story. There's so much you can do with the lore. So I'm really excited to see what they do, you know? Yeah. So. So, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, the photos look really good. Did you look at all the photos at all? I, I saw most of them. I, I, I probably missed, like, one or two. Yeah, there was, um, I think I posted them all on the, uh, Cinemania Facebook page. But yeah, it looks, yeah. it looks, looks pretty good so far. I'm excited for it. I've been excited before I saw photos of the movie. I'm excited for nice. it to see what they do with it. She does look cool. I hope that they have, I don't know if you know, but like, she wears this kind of, she kind of like, when she's going into like battle mode, she can kind of like wield this mask. That covers her face, which looks and have has like glowing eyes. So no, I, 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 I kind of hope they have that. It might be like a little surprise. Um, mm -hmm. And her hair is like you know regular. Her hair is kind of just down. So maybe that's maybe maybe it's gonna be a surprise too. Because Captain Marvel's hair has short. She naturally has like short hair. You know. So oh, okay. um, that'll be interesting to see what they do as far as that. As far as what they do with her hairstyle and all that stuff. Other than that, those those are just, those are just little things. Other than that, I am really excited for the movie. I'm glad they they dropped yeah. some. I'm glad they um they dropped some stuff finally for it. Um, there's there should be a trailer in a few weeks, or in a few months. But I'm I read that there was gonna be a trailer in like at least three more weeks. Um, yeah, that's so, what I read. So. Yeah, that's exciting, and I'm excited to see that. Alright, um, next news for the key topics because we do have a lot to go through today. Um, Halloween trailer dropped yesterday. Um, big thing, the Halloween trailer dropped with a, along with a new, tr a new poster. So the trailer, it's good. I liked it. What did you think about the trailer, the Halloween trailer? Looked pretty cool. Uh, this looks like a rejuvenation of the franchise. Yeah, it looks pretty good. And it looks like it's just like... The movement when he's walking, I I got so much chills. Um, I know, right? Yeah, when he's like walking so calmly, knowing that he's about to do something insane and crazy, is I got so yeah. much chills. It looks pretty good. It looks like it, it looks like it looks like it's gonna capture everything that's gonna happen. Um, 
I'm starting, you know, there, there might be some first reactions this weekend because it will be playing at TIFF, um, the, Toronto, okay. the Toronto Film Festival. So a lot of movies, we'll get into TIFF in a moment, but a lot of movies that we're going to be playing this weekend um, coming up and stuff like that, and Halloween is one of them. So we'll see how, we'll, we'll probably see some Twitter reactions from some critics and stuff like that. But I'm excited to see it because, you know, after Rob Zombie's movies, um, I think this franchise did need a reboot. So you know, it's they're gonna ignore everything after after the first one, like every movie, no matter kinda, what. Kind of sucks because the second one takes place. I haven't seen the second one, but the second one takes place on the same night, so I figured. Yeah, second if anything, one. It would be it would be after the second one. There. Yeah, it takes place after the first one, and and Laurie Strode, it, you know, in canon, she died already. In Halloween yeah. Resurrection is the big kill of Laurie Strode, the final girl, one of the main, one of the last final girls we had. Um, Laurie Strode, Laurie Strode dies in Halloween Resurrection, so they're yeah. rebooting the entire series. It's gonna be a straight reboot, which I I don't mind. I guess the only thing I think I the only thing I would have liked that they kept is the whole brother sister thing. I just like that aspect of it. But yeah, um, yeah, I'm excited for the movie. I've been excited for Halloween for months since it was announced, probably. So I'm excited to see what they do with it. So yeah, the trailer was good. So any other thoughts on the trailer and stuff? Uh, not really. I will uh, in my horror class at UMass Boston. We are going to be watching the original Halloween. Yeah, if if I heard of a horror class, that's probably one of the movies that I would assume is going to be shown. Um, yeah. It's worth it. It's a good movie. It's really good. Um, yeah, and you still gotta watch all the other ones too. I'm probably gonna start binging all of. I've I'm seen every wa- single I'm one not, of them. I'm not, I'm not watching the fucking third one. No, 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 no. God, no. The third one is. I don't even know why they added the third one to the Blu-ray collection. Um, that, that doesn't count to me. Yeah, I have the third one, sadly, because I have the collection of the of the, all the movies. Including it came, yeah. it, it came with it comes with the Rob Zombie ones too. Um, third, the first one of um, you know the original is good. I liked the second one for what it was. Four and five were fine. Uh, the Curse of Halloween, the Curse of Michael Myers was was shit. Uh, Halloween H two O. I really H two O and Resurrection are hilarious. H two O, I actually. Like, um, I actually really enjoy H two O. Um, because that's when that's when uh, Jamie Lee Curtis comes back. For that one, yeah, and that's like you know it's set in like a board a boarding school and like it's like in, involved with her son and stuff. Yeah, um, I liked that. Resurrection was horrible and it is laughable because Buster Rhymes literally says "Haya, Haya" to Michael Myers, and I, <laughs> oh, I, I, as a kid, I, I laughed hysterically. Like I was like, "What happened to this franchise?" Dude, that, um, that reminds me of LL Cool J and Deep Blue. Yeah, it was. It's 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 worse though. It's just it was it was rough. Um. The Robs then Rob Zombie rebooted it. I didn't mind his first reboot because he kind of stuck to what uh, John Carpenter was doing. It was a little gory for Halloween, but I heard this one, this new one's gonna be really gory. I don't mind the gore, yeah. but Rob Zombie yeah. is—he has this thing where he just likes to do endless he goes gore. Over the top. Yeah, he has this thing where he just likes to do endless gore, and I hate that. Yeah. So yeah. um, then the second Halloween movie was just awful. The one, the one that Rob Zombie did. Where um, yeah. Michael Myers is in a hoodie is bad. What? Um, yeah, he's in a. You just watch them all. 
Just watch them all. Watch all of them. I I would I would watch for you. I would watch all of them except for three because three has nothing to do with the lore or anything. Um, yeah. But just watch Is all it like of them. Witches or something. Yeah, it was horrible. Um, I refuse to rewatch it too. Um, but yeah, it's, I'm excited for the movie. I really am because I am a, like after Scream, Halloween is my next favorite horror franchise. Um, and I say franchise because there's, there's parts in each of the movies, except for three that I enjoy. There is each of the movies. There's parts that I enjoy in each of them. Even, um, even, even the second Halloween movie, the beginning of, of Rob, the, the beginning of Rob Zombie's Halloween two is really good. I really like it because it's like because it kind of pays homage to the ho- to the hospital stuff in part two that um you know that happened in like the eighties so I liked it and then they just go in a direction where it's just horrible but yeah there's parts of every single mo- of, of the franchise that I enjoy so you know I am excited for this movie because it is one of my favorite franchises I grew up on this franchise so yeah nice so. I, don't, I don't have anything else to add. <laughs> Um, I was just waiting to make sure. Okay, so we will get right into our next bit of news. We got uh, Henry Cavill will star in the Netflix series for The Witcher. Um, are you familiar with The Witcher at all? The video game? I am. I have the game. I have yet to play it, though. Oh, wow. Yeah, I... I uh, fun fact, I've actually, so I've actually never played it. Long. Yeah, I've actually never played the game. No? No. <laughs> I've never played any of them. I guess the one that just came out for, like, Xbox One and PS4, I guess that's the third one? Yeah, that's The, Witch, that's the Witcher 3. The third yeah, one. Yeah, so, that's, um, the one, that's the one I have. So I, I, I had no idea that there were even two more before that. Yeah, I mean, um, so... I, I mean, I've watched gameplay and stuff like that. The game is The game looks cool. I just can never really get yeah. into those RPG kind of games. Um, yeah, it's... Same here. I think that's why I never got into Elder Scrolls. Yeah, yeah, me neither. And I, I know I won't like it too. Like I was never really into just all, all those type of games. Um, but Henry Cavill, I know a lot of people wanted him to play um, Geralt, who is the Witcher. I know a lot of people wanted him to play it, and you know, Boss Logic did a bunch of art for him, and then that's kind of what mm. that's kind of what made um, Netflix kind of sign Henry Cavill for it. So I'm all in. Any other roles for Henry Cavill for him to just show him? You know, to just show his chops. He was really good in Mission Impossible. So, I'm excited to see what he does next as far as, like, the Witcher movie. I mean, it's not a movie. It's going to be a, a small series. So, I guess we'll I, I guess we'll see. And, we, and it's not, like, this is not a new thing for, like, big for like big stars to go into, like, series. Like, Tom Hardy has a series on FX called Taboo. Um, I actually heard that wasn't good. But, um, yeah, so... I'm excited to see. I'm going to watch it, of course. I'm going to check it out. Cause it, I like fantasy, and that's what it is. You know what I mean? It's called The yeah. Witch. It's called, I mean, it's called The Witcher. So I'm excited, you know? Yeah. So, all right, we'll get into some more key topics of the day, and that is that uh, box office. Of course, we do this every week. Box office, box office, box office. So um, this week, the box office, of course, number one again for like the third week in a row Crazy Rich Asians coming in at number one, racking up $21 million. Um, and then the total gross now is $110 million, which is really good. They're, they, they, they're just making all the money right now. The Meg, number two, um, which is uh, $10 million they made, $10 million for the weekend. Uh, Mission Impossible nice. Fallout, 
Um, top three, Mission Impossible, Mission Impossible Fallout made seven million this weekend. Searching, I was hoping this movie made more, but it it, it wasn't in that much theaters. I think I gotta put this movie in like four thousand theaters. Come on, guys. Um, but Searching, um, Searching made six million dollars this weekend. It came in at number four. Uh, Operation Finale came in at number five, six million dollars as well. Um, searching just be Operation Finale, and then new releases like Kin made three million, not good at all. Yeah, but, fuck that movie. <laughs> what are your um, what are your thoughts on the uh, what are your thoughts on the um box office? Uh, what was number one again? Uh, Crazy Rich Asians, of course. Crazy Rich Asians, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean. Honestly, nothing really sticks out to me this week. Um, I mean, can, where did Kin place? Was that five? It was no, no. It wasn't even. It was like number eight, I think. No, Kin oh, was wow. Kin yeah, was good, good. dude. Kin was twelve. Yeah, keep it out of the top ten. Yeah, it was good. it was it was twelve. I was like, damn. Um, yeah. Yeah, like it just it just fell below Incredibles two. Speaking of Incredibles two, Incredibles two just became the highest grossing animated movie and just crossed six hundred million domestically. Nice, good, good for that movie. Yeah, good for that. Um, but yeah, as far as for me, the box office. I mean, Searching. Um, I wanted it to be in more theaters so that it could do more money because I was a really you know everyone knows how, how much of a fan I was do for this you, movie. Do you do you have right in front of you how many theaters it was actually in? Yeah. It was in twelve. Uh, it was in twelve hundred, and the average opening theater. That's it? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The average, I, like, I thought, it would, I thought it was gonna be at least like twenty two hundred. Yeah, like the average. Okay, it's like the average opening movie are in like forty five hundred theaters, right? Yeah. So right now, uh, Crazy Rich Asians, because of the de- because of the um, demand of the movie, the movie's in like thirty eight hundred theaters right now. But two weeks ago, it was in like four thousand. You know. Um, yeah. Same with like big releases; they're all gonna be around like four thousand, the four thousand range. So last week, Searching was only in nine theaters, you know, but that was a, a limited release. So I assumed it was gonna be in like, I assumed it was more. gonna be like a lot more than twelve hundred. Yeah, but it was only yeah. in twelve hundred, twelve hundred theaters. But I wish at least like either two or three thousand more. Um, yeah, so it it made six million. But I bet you if it was in more, it would have made at least like ten or eleven million this weekend. Um, so yeah. that's that's a bummer on that. I mean, they still cracked the top five, and the budget for the movie is twenty four million. So they're gonna make it back soon, um, if it has long legs and stuff like that, um, which it should, because the, the 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 word of mouth is really good coming out, you know, coming out of it and stuff. But um, one of the things I wanted to talk about is like how. Um, everyone knows the phenomenon, like, you know, the phenomenon of the movie industry is Disney, and of course, Disney, Disney almost every year, because of the amount of properties they have, they're gonna make a lot of money in the box office and stuff, no matter what, um, for the year, but Warner Brothers, I read that, like, Warner Brothers is having a really good year, because right now, right now, in the top two, they have The Meg and Crazy Rich Asians, both, both their movies, um, the nun is gonna shape out. To, is gonna come number one. So we might have a potential top three where it's the nun, Crazy Rich Asians, and then the Meg. And that's, yeah, well, uh, yeah, they haven't put out a shit movie yet this year. Yeah, and that's all like that's all Warner Brother movies. So that's like um, I think I think they did Rampage actually, but um, yeah, 
Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they did. I think I they did too. I don't think they, I don't think they, I don't know if they did or not. But um, yeah, and I think, I think they're gonna con. I like, I wanna, I can't wait to see how their year rounds about because I think we talked about this like last week. How like you know with um with Ocean's Eight coming in really good and then Ready Player One coming in really good with box office and then gotta what they have for the rest of the year. They have a pretty a pretty solid lineup. Like they have the Nun this weekend, which is tracking like forty five to fifty million, which is really good, of course, for horror films. And then they have they're gonna have um, Fantastic Beast at some point later on this yep. year, and then they'll have Aquaman. So they'll if if they if you know if they stay cons- consistent as far as like as far as like um, marketing and stuff, they can have a really really big year as far as box office. I just thought that was really interesting and stuff. Do they um, do they have that uh, Peter Jackson one that's coming out? What Peter, uh, which one? Like uh, Mortal Cities or something? Or Let, I you know it could be. Let me check. Hold on. It could be. Let me check. I forget what that movie's called. Yeah, it's Mortal Engines. I think. Yeah. Mortal Engines. Dude, I'm getting so mixed up with... If it's called Mortal Engines, I'm getting so mixed up with the Mortal Instruments. Yeah. I'm getting the book. Let me just look at the movie. Because uh, it should have right here what, what studio is doing it. No, uh, Mortal Engines is Universal Pictures. Universal, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, let me, we can type in to see what else they have. Let me see. Stay tuned, guys. Stay tuned. Uncut stuff from... Warner Brothers upcoming movies. Ugh, I love Google. Don't you love Google? Google, Google's the best. <laughs> I, I don't love Google when it's the research scene in horror movies. Right, right. Oh God. Okay, so the only right now we got the Nun. Um, Smallfoot is like an animated movie. Um, Fantastic. Oh, I know what that one is. Yeah, fan. They got Fantastic Beasts. Of course, as we talk about Aquaman, they have that um that R-rated kind of like Jungle Book movie that um that Andy Circus is doing. Oh yeah, they're fine. Uh, yeah, they're fine this year. They got they got Mowgli, and then they have the Lego Movie too. Yeah, they're good this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're pretty good. This I think the Lego Movie two is next year actually, but yeah, yeah they're that's 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 February. Yeah, yeah, they're good. That's yeah, they're gonna have a they're gonna have some good couple of months coming up. And stuff like that. But yeah, I just wanted to talk about how like they've been having a pretty good year as far as like box office wise. You know, because it's, a lot of these movies are just surprise hits too as far as money and stuff. I'm yeah. sure they did not see what... I'm sure they did not see Crazy Rich Asians becoming such a huge phenomenon like it is. But um, no. yeah, it's incredible. So yeah. Um, Alright, so... Next bit of news we got today, the guys, is... uh. The, this is actually kind of brand new today. The Academy Awards has postponed the best popular film category after fan backlash. Uh oh. Uh oh. What are your thoughts before I say mine? Good. That, it was a dumb. It was a dumb. Uh, what do you call it? Dumb category to begin with, anyway. Yeah, they um, cause they were supposed to do it at the next. They were supposed to do it at the next um the next show, which was not the next year, but the year after that. And they just they just put it on the shelf. They just like yeah, good. It, I don't. It, it's the dumbest. It's the dumbest award ever. Like, yeah, I don't think it's then, scrapped. I just think they're just postponing it to try to figure out yeah. what else to do for it. But like yeah. yeah. Now now what they gotta hammer out is uh, 
finding a way to televise every award because didn't they didn't they also announce that they weren't gonna like televise like the uh, the technical stuff? Yeah. Do that during commercials? Yeah. Like, that's not fair at all. Yeah, like, especially for people who every category there's not every okay so every category they're putting in the same work. For that, what yeah. they're doing, whether it's costume design, whether it's short film, whether it's the people behind the scenes deserve as much credit as the people in front of the in front of the um the camera gets, because the people behind the scenes they're producing what this movie is gonna is coming out to be, you know. So your cinematographers and your sound editing and your sound design and your and your, and your um special design and you know like your uh what is it I'm blanking and your um computer yeah like production designing and like um and graphic design and all that stuff is behind the scenes and and stunt work needs to get a nomination at some point because it's just like they're all producing this amazing movie you just saw whether it's whether it's a whether it's like a crazy high high production movie like star wars or whether it's a small movie like the darkest hour they're in this yeah. category is for Beck's pitch, picture, not only just because of the performances, but because of the people behind the scenes. Everyone played a part. So that end credits, when you get when the movie's over, every single one of those people played a part in this in making this movie and making it come up to what it be to what it is. So yeah. to be like, hey, sorry, commercial. Imagine like You're you work right, like um, uh, like imagine working so hard. To be in this position, to to have to do this part of a movie, like say you're a sound editor, and you did all this, yep. you're working behind a computer, you're working so hard, you spend all your life for this moment. This movie's nominated, you're nominated for this category, you're not getting broadcast. You know, just that that's just a slap in the face. So I hope they change that. I dem- I'm definitely what I'm what I'm happy about. I'm happy that they had a conversation, they knew something was wrong, and they know that this category, like, because they're trying to pander, now you're in the, now you're trying to pander to people who like, who, who pay money for these big spectacle movies, whether it's Mission Impossible, or Avengers, or whatever, or Black Panther, whatever it is, now, you're trying to, they were trying to pander, like, okay, fine, we see these movies are great, and people like them, and blah, 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 here you go, best popular film. Like, you know, it's just like, now you have to, now you kind of have to pay for what you've done, you know what I mean? So, I'm yeah. glad they did, they postponed it as well, I'm, I'm with you right there. Yeah, the, the, the thing with not showing awards is, it's like, yeah, they're like, oh, well, we're trying to cut back, like, on, on like, uh, runtime. I'm like, well, then, put a limit, if you do that. Put a limit on the opening monologues. The opening monologue takes a half hour sometimes. Like, yeah, I put agree. a limit on that. Like, try and try and get everything going as quick as you can. They always, they they always cut off the uh, the speeches. The speeches you can't. Yeah, I don't think you can really cut off. Um, but it's like just cut out like some of the musical. Like, I know that you know, you're supposed to be performing if you've been nominated for like best original song. But it's like you don't have to do them all. Like, do do a few of them. Or just just cut out like the little like things like why don't you just move it along more by just having instead of like you can still do like the in memoriam thing and like some like tributes and all that but just kind of uh, what's what am I trying to say kind of just like kind of just like present as many awards as you can 
like mediate. Why Basically, you just want them to mediate yeah. better. Because like another thing they can cut out those stupid skits that they do. Those five minute yes. like skits, like those are not are never Dude, funny. Then, oh, They're never funny. And then there was that there's a stupid thing a few years ago where Ellen DeGeneres went to the crowd and was like telling people to order pizzas. I'm like, you cut out that stuff. That's what's gonna get more viewership. Not like you you're cutting out awards. Right. Like, people are gonna hate you for that. No, you're right. Yeah, like, I agree. So Yeah, like um, cut out the littler stuff, you know? Or just yeah. put like a time limit on it. Yeah. I don't think they were expecting all this backlash as well, but it's kinda great. it's yeah. kinda warranted. I mean you can't you can't don't do stupid things, people. Yeah, they they, they fucked up, yeah. Yeah, it's kinda warranted. Don't be stupid. Be better. Um, but it's just like, yeah, I, I first heard this award, I'm like, oh, I mean, I guess it's, oh, it's kind of good, you know, now the big movies that everyone really wants to be nominated is gonna get nominated, but then I thought about it, I'm like, no, why should those movies be yeah. relegated to a category, because you can't, exactly. because like, you wanna put yeah. the post in fucking Best Picture, or Darkest Hour, which was fine, but it was boring, and it's like, like, I did this with Christina like, on the live show. Like, what? Why couldn't Logan get? Why couldn't it? I mean, they tried. They they leeway. They their excuse of like, oh well, we did go more mainstream was putting dark was putting um Get Out in Best Picture, but like that wasn't the only mainstream movie that was really good. I mean, it was put Logan. Logan could have been in there for like three movies that was nominated. At least three movies. And and then it's like, and it's like you have comic book movies too, where it's like, yeah, well, I mean. It's a comic book movie, so we can't do best picture. We mm-hmm. can't do best actor. Can't do best supporting actor. Because if you ask me, Logan should not have only have been nominated for best adapted mm-hmm. screenplay. I, Patrick Stewart should have gotten nominated. Mm-hmm. I think Hugh Jackman should have gotten nominated, and mm-hmm. then the, and then James Mangold should have gotten nominated for best director, and then it should have gotten nominated for best picture. I agree. I totally agree. I there. I think last year's this year's snubs as far as for like actors was for me uh Ryan Gosling for Blade Runner because yep. um and then uh and then Hugh Jackman listen and I thought yep. Hugh Jackman was also snubbed a few years ago when he did um when he did Prisoners, Prisoners? he was fucking oh, uh, yeah, I rewatched definitely. it and he was definitely f- fucking amazing oh, he was, amazing he was super snubbed. um I think yeah. there's a, there's a lot of snubs that I get so pissed about talking about like Jake Gyllenhaal for Nightcrawler why yes. why not why did he not oh my it's, it pisses me yeah, off that because man, that, he never, he's never, it's like what, what, what was happening with, um, Leonardo, and finally Leonardo has his one Oscar, but it's like, Gyllenhaal, yeah, like Gyllenhaal is literally one of the most underrated actors in this industry right now, exactly. because the way this dude, the way this man can, like, the way, the way he can motion act, and the way he can, like, prepare for a role he went from scrawny scrawny nightcrawler you know scrawny nightcrawler to a fucking boxer in like months you know with yeah. um the movie wasn't great like what movie was it uh fuck 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 fuck, fuck, fuck. the but when he was boxing uh southpaw yeah southpaw. southpaw wasn't great but the conditioning that you have to do with your body to go from scrawny ass nightcrawler to this buffed up dude in Southpaw, the, the the method acting and the work that he puts in into his craft is amazing. And I just want the man to be nominated so that he knows that we all see 
that he's phenomenal at this stuff. And he gets snubbed. Yeah. He, he gets snubbed almost at least every other year he gets snubbed. Um, yeah, but don't get me started on Jake Jalen Hall because I think he's one. Of, he's literally one of my top five. Dude, he's, he's, he's my favorite actor right now. Yeah, he's literally one of my top five. I don't think I have a favorite actor right now. Um, I have to, I have to, I would have to like think about it more, but he's literally my top five. And I think last year, last year's Oscars, or well, this year's Oscars, um, there was, uh, what's his name? Denzel Washington for Roman Esquire. Please go away. Um, that, was a, that was a weird choice. That was a fluke choice because they had no one I, else. They were like, who? I love Denzel, but I don't know. <laughs> but it was a fluke, it was a fluke choice. I love Denzel too. I love I love him the pieces. The guy is great. We all know the guy is great. But fuck, yeah. like that spot could have been taken by someone else. Meryl Streep, the post, she's great. Everyone knows Meryl Streep's great. She's not gonna. Yeah, she's I'm never. So, she's I'm never. So sick of her yeah, she's never not gonna be great. So put that spot for someone. Oh, this is so frustrating. The the way they choose, and it's just like it's just why like I wish I liked award shows more. Than what I do because I don't like award shows because either it's so far off, yeah, or it's so well, or it's so like there's not there's nowhere in the middle. It's either so far off of like the 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 nominations where you're like the teen the teen choice awards or the MTV movie awards or yeah. like something else shitty, or you come to the Oscars and you get like no one's getting recognized for the work that's actually going across the media. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's just Tony Collette for this year. Listen, I know it's slim Dude, to none. She's not gonna get nominated. I know it's slim to none because it's a horror movie, and horrors are horror movies aren't movies. If you ask me, um, horrors are not movies. Darn, darn it. Okay. It's one and of she's... the most critically acclaimed movies of the year. But Alex, you gotta understand that horror movies are not movies, gun darn it. You oh, know? wow, like there's like shades and the devil and there's blood. Yeah, yeah, and there's, yeah. And there's, there's bad yeah. stuff about Jesus and there's just the devil it's worshiping so in this. This is bullshit, so bro. It's so bullshit. And you know she's probably not yeah. gonna get nominated, but the woman did so good. And, and in that movie could have flopped if there was anybody else. Yeah. But she did so good and she put her all into that role. I don't know why, but I mean, why the fuck not? It's a horror movie. It's A24. She put her at she, she put her heart into that movie. And she says she hates horror movies. And she and for someone to hate horror movies and for someone to be so on a, on the verge of so creepy and then so believable at the same time, it's just it's amazing. So I know she's probably not going to get nominated. But then, like, that's why I wish I was into award shows like I like, like I want to be, but I can't. Because then I saw today, right, People's, People's Choice Awards on E! You know what's being nominated for Best Drama, Alex? Do you, do you want me to tell you? Ah, uh, don't Alex. tell me fucking Fifty Shades. Alex, uh, no, no, no. That's like Teen Choice. That's like the, um, the MTV Movie Awards, do some shit like that. But Alex, do you know... What was nominated for best drama movie of bet get best drama movies of 2018? Alex, do you want to know what was no what was nominated? Do you want to know? Mamma Mia. No, Alex. Do you want to know? Do you want to know? Yeah, okay. tell me. Midnight fucking sun with Bella Thorne. Are you, are you fucking 
fucking serious? What happened, guys? What are we doing to the What are we doing to the movie industry? That's what, what are we doing? And she had the nerve to be like, "Oh my god, we were nominated, everyone, on Instagram." I said, "Nominated for what?" And then I clicked on it, and that you're shit get, said, "You're not getting your Oscar, bitch." And 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 then that sh- I said, "Nominated for what?" And then I clicked on it, and it said, "Midnight Sun has been nominated for Best Drama of 28 Best Drama of 2018." Okay. Midnight. Wanna, this straight to Netflix sh- should have been, could have been moved. It. Ugh. What is happening? I am. You know what I'm doing? Be, uh, well, right now I'm getting. I'm trying to get advance passes for a simple favor. But after that, um, I IMDb and see what it has for an IMDb rating. I can guarantee you it's not that good, and I can guarantee you that the critics did not like it either. Yeah. No, they didn't. What movie okay, for? Um, Midnight Sun. Yeah. Listen, Midnight Sun was horrendous. Okay. I actually I saw it. it. I, I actually saw it. You went out and... Okay, you yell at me for going to see Axel. No, I didn't go see thing. it. Somebody was playing it when I went over one of my... um. Who did I go over? I think it was my cousin's house. And him and his, like, his girlfriend was playing it on the movie, on the on the television oh, screen. God. And I said, okay. hey, hey, I have about a, I have about a, over 100 movies in my house that's better than this one. How about I go yeah. home and grab one of those movies? No, we want to watch yeah. Midnight Sun with Bella Thorne. Oh, and it was horrible, and it was a love story. It's bad, people. Like, why do we support bad movies sometimes, people? Why does E feel the need to just support bad... Ugh, well, they support bad anything, but... This is the telling part as to why it probably got nominated. So it has a 38 for the score. Trash. Which is bad. Trash. But it's IMDb user rating... With exactly 10,000 votes, which actually isn't anything, honestly. But, 10,000 votes on IMDb from IMDb users. 6.6 out of 10. Oh, God. Why? (laughs) So, why? Yeah, people. nominating a Twilight movie. Right, and they did. They used. You don't remember when Twilight used to get nominated for best movie at the MTV Movie Awards every yes. year? Trash. Dude. Um, uh-huh. yeah, that's trash. why I hate award shows, and I can't. I want to like them, but the Oscars suck because they don't nominate the right people, and then the other war award shows are trash because they nominate all the wrong things. You know. You know what I want them to do? Uh, I just want them to televise the Razzies now. Might as well, right? I mean, that that'd be kind of yeah. fun to watch, but yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, guys. Yeah, guys. Uh, we'll get into our next category, our next um segment of the show, and that is the uh, fast track news. Fast track news is where I name name off a bunch of things, and Alex and I will tell you what stands out to us at the end. So let's get started. Uh, number one, fast track news. Um, the Toronto International Film Festival first reactions are calling First Man and A Star Is Born Oscar worthy. Specifically, I'm hearing that I'm hearing that um, Lady Gaga is is reaching for that Oscar nomination in that That's movie. That's what I heard too. Yeah, I'm hearing. I'm hearing First Man that it, it people are saying uh, best director, best picture, and um and and best um actor for um Ryan Gosling in that movie. And yeah. then first reactions first reactions to Suspiria are very mixed. Like they're like either good or horrible. And it's gotten me ask is Suspiria 2018's mother? 
Um, like, you know, Mother with uh, Jennifer Lawrence from last year. Yeah. And yeah. we also have The Incredibles 2 officially crosses $600 million in the domestic box office. That is good. Ben Affleck's scrapped Batman script is being called one of the best Batman scripts in a while. Um, I saw that a few days ago. Die Hard 6 title will be an origin movie called McLean. Okay. Um, Bohemian Rhapsody is rated PG-13. And I added that because... Uh, I'll, 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 hold on, I'll wait. And we have some Bond 25 news we'll get into at the end of all... At the end of the Fast Track news from Alex. But I added Bohemian Rhapsody's rating because, listen... This is a movie that you gotta you gotta do you gotta pull all the punches, people. It's not a movie that's gonna make eighty million in the box office. So why not pull all the punches, reach for the Oscar, and make it, and make it rated R? And make it rated R because like there's so much to the to the Freddie Mercury story that needs to be I rated would, R. I would assume it would be rated R because wasn't wasn't Freddie Mercury like a drug addict? Dude, it's it's gonna be a PG thirteen. Movie and I was like, why? That gets me re- That gets me really worried. Yeah, and I'm like, why? And and it's like, this oh, could, this could be. It could. This sounds like it could be even worse than All Eyes on Me. And 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 it's looking like because like they want to have more of a distribution, more audience. But listen, this is an Oscar bait movie. Right, Everyone knows it. What the fuck studio is this thing? Listen, uh, I think Bohemian is Paramount. Don't quote. Oh, it that could explains be, it. It could be either Paramount or Universal. Let me check. Um, but listen, this is an Oscar bait movie, okay? There's R-rated, like, straight out of Compton. If that was PG-13, a mess. A mess. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, they wouldn't have worked. Um, so, no, actually, um, Bohemian is Fox. Oh, yep, that explains it. Um, Fox sucks. So, yeah, I... Is that because of the Disney thing, though? That they did that? No, every I hate when everyone says that. No, the Disney thing is it's not it's not like it hasn't go, it's not gonna go through until next summer. Um, okay. every anything that Fox does right now has nothing to do with Disney. But it's I, gonna. I, I, I always forget. So. Yeah, it's gonna be PG thirteen, and I'm just like it's a missed opportunity for me because yeah, like that's a, that's a huge that's a huge letdown. Yeah, right Freddie Mercury's life is just rated R. There's no PG thirteen about it, and you gotta hit Dude, you gotta like, show everything. You gotta hit it on the hit it on the nail. That's like. That's like making a Motley Crue biopic called The Dirt, but instead, but instead of having The Dirt be rated R, it's rated PG thirteen. Yeah, it's trash. Um, but it, yeah, do do you have anything else from the um, Fast Track news I sent out to you? That was pretty much the uh, only thing for me. I was like, ugh, why? Uh, you obviously know I'm going to talk about James Bond. I'll get to that in a minute. Yep, yep, yep. Um, uh, Die Hard Six being called McLean. Okay, I get it. It's an origin story. You're bringing back Bruce Willis, and then you're also going to do a flashback for a young John McClane. Why not use that opportunity for consistency's sake? Uh, this is what's most important to me. For consistency's sake, to keep the Die Hard title in the title, because all of the previous five, despite the fifth one not even being a Die Hard movie, it's still got the Die Hard title in the in the title, so why didn't you why don't you just call it like old habits die hard or something? Like show John McClane how he was in like the original Die Hard, like probably before that, like and then like and show him how he is now, like saying like, Oh yeah, I'm still kinda like the same person, like or or show him like how he's different, like, yeah, my old habits like died. That way you could call it old habits die hard. That's perfect. And so, but like McClane's just kinda plain. 
like, I keep, stay with consistency. Like, they all um, have Die Hard in the title. See, okay, so I don't have a problem with it with them changing the name because I get it. If it's if it's an, if it's like not a part, if for me, if it was like a continuation of of his story, then I'd be like, okay, Die Hard, Die Hard Six, or Die Hard, Don't Be Die and So Hard, or whatever they want to do. Um, you know, Die Hardest. Yeah, Die the Hardest. I don't know. You know how like the Predator. They have so much movies that they're like predators, predator, the predatory, the you know they're all that dumb shit. But if it's an origin story, I don't mind it being called McLean. I mean, I would rather John McLean. McLean just sounds like what? It doesn't roll off the tongue. Yeah, and you know I don't have a problem with it because we have you know sooner or later there's gonna be a movie called like um there's gonna be a movie James called. Bond. James Bond soon is just gonna be called Bond. Yeah, or there's gonna be a movie called Hunt down the line with with um, Mission Impossible's Ethan Hunt, um, yeah. and and you know we have Logan, you know, and then we have like you know as far as like Solo. yeah we have Solo, and then we have like what a, what a, there's another one oh yeah Jason Bourne, Bourne Ultimatum, and then and then Jason Bourne, you know, so I don't mind the name yeah, see, the name for the that, title. That even- yeah, like I don't even I don't mind the name for the title. I just I I rather John McLean because McLean you just like hey what are you going on to this week? Oh McLean, just what? Where are you going to see this week? McLean, what? Yeah, it just sounds weird, and and I can't take, I can't take it seriously. Like Logan, everyone knows like you know what I mean. So yeah, I don't mind it. It's yeah, just yeah. The thing the thing I think has potential with Die Hard Six is that the writers of the first two Conjuring movies. Uh, Chad Hayes and Carrie Hayes, I think. Mm-hmm. So, but they're not bringing back that fuck that wrote the fifth one, thank God, because that wasn't John McClane at all. Yeah. John McClane is not in that movie. Um, hopefully Bruce Willis shows up in this one, because Bruce Willis sucks lately. So, we'll see how that goes, but... Yeah, like, he was yeah. trash in, like, Death Wish. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I guess... Anything else you got before I, like... But before the Bond news, anything else? Uh, let me look at the list. What else we have? Oh, uh, First Man uh, getting really good uh, early reviews and The Star is Born. Those two are on my radar. Yeah. Uh, those are getting really good early reviews. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I definitely know there's, there's going to be... A faction of people out there, not going to get political on here, but I know there's going to be a faction. Mm-hmm. They're going to stay away from First Man because of the whole American flag controversy. I yeah. will not discuss any further, but that sh- I will just say that shouldn't determine your opinion on a movie or whether or not you're going to see a movie because yeah. it's entertainment. It's film. I know. I hate that. We were talking about this a few weeks ago. We were talking about something when somebody was like, oh, I don't like that it's like... Like oh I heard something like um in Equalizer two, I don't like the scene where he's where the woman's getting beat up by those two men. Like it's a fucking movie for crying out loud. No one has a problem with it when it's a slave movie okay, and fucking so, black people are getting whipped. You know I gotta okay, watch that so, shit and and you know I gotta watch that yeah. shit and uh, that hits ho- yeah. close to home. But it's movie, yeah. it's film. These these things happen and they do. They happened and they happen and and they and they still do. So it's like it's yeah. I hate that so much. So, so like so people have a problem with Melissa Leo and the Equalizer two getting the shit kicked out of her, but they like I don't see anybody complaining about the little kid in hereditary getting decapitated. 
I mean, there probably was. No, oh, that's too violent for movies. And this is a girl. It's, it's child cruelty or some bullshit. Oh my god, that child is headless. Yeah, or some. There probably was that freaking old lady in the audience. First of all, why are you like eighty watching Hereditary, you moron? Yeah. But it's like you know, it's it's frustrating. I mean, I get. I mean, yeah, for yeah, because like. Shouldn't be watching horror movies if you're 80. Second of all, if you're an old lady and you're 80, you're probably super religious. So once you see that it's a demon possession movie, you're probably like, yeah, it's sacrilegious. Yeah, or like people who got mad. People were like, ugh. Like, okay, so Olympus has fallen, right? That movie came out, and then there's a part in that movie where the um the terrorist. Does everyone hear me on this fucking mic? The terrorist. There's a part when the terrorist throw the American flag. Off the roof and it hits the floor. There was an outcry that the they they showed that's, the flag hitting the floor. I was Look, like, it's I'm fucking terrorists. They're not gonna. I've never been. I've never been in the fucking army or anything, and I never fought for a terrorist organization. Never going to. But I'm pretty sure that's what a fucking terrorist would do. Exactly. I'm like, I'm like, what do you want? The, you want the terrorists to just pick up the American flag? Hey, we have to make sure we put this on on the desk and not. Oh, uh, yeah, curse. No, I'm not gonna they want to burn America. They want to burn America. They're gonna throw it on the I'm floor. A, I'm a terrorist. I just didn't. I just bombed a building, but I'm not gonna throw an American flag off the roof because peace, justice, and all that is good. Yeah, like you fucking nimbusels. Like, of course they're gonna throw it off the. Ugh. Oh my god, this is just... But yeah, I totally agree with you with the whole American flag thing. Not that I don't know, if it's real life, and somebody's doing that in front of me, okay, that's wrong. Or that, or they're, you know... Yeah, we've seen it a million times, we know what's happening, but it's like, come on, people, who cares? It's like, come on! Like, like, do people want that in the movie? For those people that don't, like, because they're the people that don't believe that that actually happened? I don't know, I don't know. It's horrible. So yeah, go ahead. Sorry, right. I know we kind of sidetracked, but yeah. It's alright. That was that was, an, that was a fun little tangent. Um. All right. So on the Bond Twenty Five updates. Uh. Uh. Owen and uh. I guess I guess it's Annapurna in the U.S. and Universal for the rest of the world. They're still tr- they're they're desperately interviewing directors right now. Yeah, I heard that too. Yeah. Right now, right now, they're trying to stay on track for the um, production uh, start date, which gets me worried. Oh, still? Wow. Yeah, they're not put right now. They're not pushing it back. They want to. They want to start production on it as soon as possible. Oh. <laughs> yeah, oh. and the two the two front runners are directors I've never heard of. I guess uh, one director directed some episodes of Dexter. The other dude I've never heard of. Um, and, uh, they have to hire new writers because they hired Neil Purvis and Robert Wade, Ro- that's tongue-tying, Neil Purvis and Robert Wade, who wrote the previous five since World's Not Enough. Then when Danny Boyle was hired, he brought on John Hodges to write his own script, which I guess was just a rewrite of the Purvis and Wade script. Uh, so they're not even going back to the Purvis and Wade script. Or they are, and they're just going to touch it up a little bit. But with new writers, instead of Neil Purvis and Robert Wade, I say just go to the Neil Purvis and Robert Wade scripts, honestly, um, at this point. Just so that you have something, so you're not rushing it. 
you know, um, I still think it should be pushed back to 2020. Yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm totally with you there. So that's interesting, interesting news for the Bond world. So let's see what yeah. else we got. Um, yeah, I guess that is the fast track news. Everyone, Alex, thank you as always for the Bond updates. We love your yep. passion. We love your passion for the franchise. All right, um, yep. we're gonna get into some television news. Not much, kind of slow this week with television, but the Purge TV series episode one. Um, finally, they finally premiered. Uh, I think it was Tuesday. I watched it. I thought, I thought it was all right. Very slow. Acting was horrible, but it was fine. Oh, I um, bet. It's I a bet. it's a B it's a B TV show. What do you expect? Um, new yeah. footage and trailers for American Horror Story Apocalypse. Unfortunately, I probably won't watch it watch it right away because that means I'll have to go back and watch like the the two seasons the two seasons that they're crossing over. And I'm not gonna remember anything about about this, you know, those seasons if I don't go back and watch it. What uh, what seasons are they crossing? Uh, it was curious. I think it was Coven and something else. Coven and freak something show? else. No, not Freak Show. Coven and something. Christina. See, I, I've only seen I've only seen Murder House. So yeah, I think it was that one. I think it was Coven and Murder House right there. Boom. Um, I think it's those two. And then House of Cards new looks. Um, they show a new look of a House of Cards the last at, the, at their last and final season. Um, Robin Wright is bye shown. Bye. Yeah, is shown. Uh, she's shown talking to Kevin Spacey's character, and it's like it was a gravestone. So I guess to, I guess that means that Kevin Spacey's character will be killed off. Damn, Roseanne and Roseanne yeah. and Francis. They're just getting killed out here. Um, yep. DC Streaming Universe launch date was revealed, um, and that'll be in, like, I think it's, like, next week or something. Exciting. Yeah. Tomorrow, actually, this is actually add, just added right now, because I remembered. Tomorrow is Iron Fist Season 2. Iron Fist Season 1 was horrible, so I probably won't watch. But, um, yeah, Season 2 is Iron Fist is just tomorrow. New poster for Walking Dead's new season shows Rick, you know, yeah, shows Rick's, like, final days. Um, anything from the television news that stood out to you, my friend? Dude, who gives a shit about Walking Dead anymore? I don't know, but... <laughs> um... Uh... No, not really. Um... I mean, the horror, the horror story crossover seems pretty cool. I just gotta watch, like, the previous, like... What is this, like, nine? Season nine? No, you don't have to... Watch, to like, you don't have to watch... Because each season is I different. Know it's, yeah, I know it's, it's different, but, I mean, with me, where it's, like... I'm, like... I'm just, like, so OCD. Like, mm -hmm. I have to... I, I would have to watch, like, the first, like, seven seasons or eight seasons or whatever right. it is first. And season, I actually... Even though I know they're not connected. Right. I actually liked um the last season that they did, which was... um. Uh, American Horror. No, that was Colk. Uh, that was Colk. Um, that was Colt. American Horror Story Colt. Um, Roanoke, I didn't okay. like at all. I thought Roanoke was hilarious. Was hilariously awful. But um, yeah, it took them for it took them forever to name that season, right? Yeah, yeah, and um, you know, I thought that was fine. But yeah, I guess I'm the same way. I watch. I I try to check out the Purge TV series. I got bored. Um, you know, yeah. it's like the movies. It's just like a bunch of setup. A bunch of setup before the Purge bell happens. You know, um, I don't think I even finished that episode neither, but whatever. Um, guys, we added some, we added a new segment to the, uh, today's show because we've been getting a lot of, like, requests for, you know, more gaming stuff. More gaming! More gaming! Damn it! So, um, we added some gaming news to this, uh, Cinemania World show. So, we'll start off real quick. We're gonna name a few things. The Spider-Man PS4 video game is finally out tonight, tomorrow. Now, if you're an old hag... 
like myself and you have to work for a living, I can't play it until I get home tomorrow. So all you bastards better or have... You, or, or if you have no money and you could have picked it up at 9 p.m. tonight, but you have to pick it I, up tomorrow could, when yeah. you get paid. We could have had it right now. We could have had it in our hands. I could, I could, be, I could be playing right exactly that's what i'm saying same here i mean I, I would try i would attempt to but that's finally out tonight you can bet your ass tomorrow when i get home and maybe, maybe some maybe like for like an hour or so in the morning depending if i want to get up or not i'm gonna play it it's probably it's it's getting ready to download i have my playstation on it's getting ready to download soon um i'm excited Spider-Man PS4 is out. I'm sure all of you will not be visiting your girlfriends or be coming out your room when this game finally drops officially. Um, Shadow of the Tomb Raider is out next week, and I I asked I added the question that um, will the marketing the lack of marketing hurt the game? So we'll get into that soon. Black Ops 4's Battle Royale will support 80 players during the beta, and then. We have some upcoming game reviews that we're going to be uh, doing for Cinemania page, and that will be for Spider-Man PS4. Alex and I will try to get a review for that. We're going to try to get a review for Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Like, everyone knows that after September is the big, you know, the, video, the big video game haul of video games. So we will try to get some more reviews and some streaming out, you know, out to you guys. It's just it's, if we have the time, you know, we work... We work and we're always busy and out and about, whether it's work or seeing the latest movies and stuff like that. So, Alex, um, gaming threads, what you got? Anything stand out? Spider Man, Spider Man does whatever a spider can. Yes. I won't sing ever again, I promise. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, um, yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't wait to have had that pre ordered for over a year now. Uh, I think I had it pre-ordered since 2016 because it was supposed to come out last year, and then they said it wasn't wasn't coming out last year. It was coming out this year instead. Right. And even when they said it came out was coming out this year, they didn't have a firm date. And now we finally have a date. I cannot wait to play that game. Looks looks like it's gonna be one of the best superhero games ever ever made. And like I said, I can't wait to web sling across New York City. I've I've heard I've heard all the reviews I've read. I haven't watched any in case they're spoilers. But all the all the written reviews that I have read have said that the web swinging in the game is the most fluid web swinging. That is so tongue tied. And the web swinging in this game, uh, from written reviews, I haven't watched any video reviews in case there's spoilers. But the written reviews have said the web swinging in this game is the most fluid and most fun web swinging mechanics and entertainment. For web swinging in a Spider-Man game, so that makes me really, really happy. And from the from the behind-the-scenes videos that we've seen so far, it looks like New York. They captured New York like perfectly. Dude, like I've been watching these videos all day. So I've been watching a lot of gameplay reviews because the gameplay reviewers are not doing any spoilers or anything like that. They're not doing any missions. They're literally just swinging around and doing like side quests. Which we've seen all the side quests yeah. before. Like, you know, stopping the car or just random thugs, you know, robbing a bank. Yeah. So, first of all, all the suits, like the graphics, like earlier this week, I saw that they, I saw that people were reporting about graphical, you know, um, graphical downgrades of the game. And, listen, I'm watching all these videos and they're just, they look amazing still. And 
all the costumes in the game look great. I am bummed that the uh, the older the older like um uh, the older uh, movie versions of the costumes is not going to be in it. Um, you know, like 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 the Sam Raimi and like even the Amazing Spider Man costumes aren't going to be in the game. But that's fine. Aren't those kind? Aren't those? Aren't those two costumes just kind of the same thing though? Well. No, no, no. Actually, no. Because the first Amazing Spider-Man is just completely different from the second one. Um, it was com- oh, they yeah, they try yeah. to do like some futuristic yeah, Spider-Man right. looking thing, and it wasn't that great. Yeah, but right, you know, yeah. it right, looks yeah. it looks cool in a like. I played the Amazing Spider-Man two video game, which is not great. I heard that that one's actually pretty good. It was alright. Like I played it. I be actually played it and played it long enough to beat it. But it was fine. You know, it was kind of one of those games that you just accept that it's fine. You know, and then you just have a good time because you know that's fine. But the difference about this game tomorrow is that it's just gonna be—you're just hearing it's gonna be amazing. So you're just gonna—you're gonna be cheesing the entire time playing it. No and, origin story. Right, and I love that. You like literally, you start off as Spider-Man. I haven't watched no first 15 minutes. I haven't done any. I want to go into this game blind of the story. I want to just play it. And this is the first game I've done that. Any other game, I, I'll, I'll watch the gameplay. I'll watch the Rad Brad's gameplay. I'll watch IGN's I gameplay. Love, I love Rad Brad. Yeah, everyone loves the Rad Brad. Shout, um, Everyone loves the Rad Brad. I watch if all their, you know, Rad you know, Brad. I watch all their walkthroughs, whatever. But this game is the one game that I am not watching. No walkthroughs. I'll watch a little yeah. bit of the gameplay because we all know what the gameplay is, consists of. But like, yeah. I want to get this game. I'm glad I was able to pre-order it, um, so I can so I can use the Iron Spider suit. I can't wait to use the Homecoming suit. Wait. Do I get do I get that if I pre-order it? Yeah, you pre-order it. You get the iron yes! you get the iron spider suit, you get the um velocity suit that's brand new, and you get the um there's another the spider punk suit. Um Dude, I, ne- I never thought I would ever be so excited about wearing a different Spider-Man suit in a Spider-Man game. Dude, I even I even want to play. They have the homecoming suit, but I'm itching to play the I I want to be in the freaking homemade homecoming suit because like i said before you can argue yeah, argue me cool. argue me all the fuck you want anybody out there uh home spider-man homecoming's um homemade suit is the best spider-man on screen homemade suit in my eyes it's just yeah, you think it's so? yeah because you look at it you know what kid's in there you know it's it's silly it's it's youthful it's like you know yeah. like it's it's literally because it makes it reminds me that i can go out and like Spider-Man and, and swing just around. Make a, and just make a Spider-Man suit. Yeah, cause like literally, it's winter gloves. It's like goggles. It's like a ski mask, and then it's a, and then it's like it's like sweatpants and a hoodie. Love it. And all the gameplay yeah. of the suit, like literally, when he's in the air with the um with the homemade suit, he's like all the ripple effects of the um the you know the sweats and stuff is like coming. Oh, it just looks so good in this game. I've been itching to play this game. This is, yeah, I, I'm hearing it's one of the best, if not the best, superhero video game. Yeah, I'm itching to play this game. This is, this is like, the most excited I've been about a video game, a, a superhero game since, like, the Batman Arkham, Arkham games. But yeah. this game looks amazing. I'm, like, I'm, I'm even contemplating on waking up early before I go to work to play some of it. Um, cause it's not gonna be, it's not gonna download until, until like midnight, and I gotta be, I gotta, I gotta sleep, I gotta work at 4am. Yeah. And the fact that it's getting good reviews and it will probably sell a lot means we're probably gonna get a sequel. Yeah, and I just can't wait, Insomniac really yeah, looks hope, like... Hope, 
Hopefully it becomes like a trilogy too. Yeah, like Insomniac just looks like they just put their all into this game. And like, they even have like uh, one of the unlockable suits. We saw it. It's like a cla- it's like the comic version of the Spider-Man yeah. suit. It's literally a comic book. Ver- I was like, what the fuck is going on? This game, I'm so excited for. They create their own suits, you know? Yeah, I'm, I'm really, really excited for it. Um, this everything looks great. Every everything looks great. The story, the swinging, the uh, New York looks like Times Square, and they have they have uh, Radio City Hall. Like it just looks amazing, and it looks like so well put together and so well thought of. So I am pumped, and you guys are gonna see a lot of us, a lot of streaming of us playing it. Whether it's me and Alex together playing it. Whether it's just me playing it, whether it's just Alex playing it, whether it's just me and Brett playing it, we're all gonna be on streaming with this game, guys. Just don't worry; there'll be plenty to come. Yeah, you're. You, I will. I'm gonna try and figure out how to stream it to YouTube. Mm-hmm. That way, I can. Uh, that way, I can get some. If if I can't do it there, it'll be on Twitch. Right. So yeah. Oh, I'll probably do both. Yeah. Why not? We'll switch it up a little bit. So yeah, we'll um get right into our. We'll get right in. We'll get ready to uh, close the show soon. We're running out of time. Actually, speaking of running out of time, I should probably charge my laptop. My laptop's going to die. Um, Alright, so we'll get into a couple more segments for the show. Um, opening this weekend, we had the Nun Peppermint. Oh, I just saw the Rotten Tomato score for Peppermint, and I'm very disappointed because I really wanted to I see... Didn't, I didn't see... Um... What? I didn't see uh, the Rotten Tomato score, but I saw the Metas- the Metacritic score, and it's at 30. Yeah, I saw the pe- 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 Peppermint's Rotten Tomatoes, and it's not looking that good, that peachy for it. Yeah. Sad, because I actually was like, it looked like, a, it looked like another crazy, dumb action flick about revenge, and I was all for it. But apparently it didn't do good. Um, Alex's movie pull list. Alex, what you got this week? All right, on Blu-ray, DVD, and digital... And 4K this week, we have from A24, Hereditary, Hereditary, starring Tony Collette, uh, Gabriel Byrne, one of the Naked Brothers band dudes, I forget his name, Um, My Neighbor, which I heard is really good, Uh, the 25th anniversary edition of Hocus Pocus, 25th anniversary edition of The Nightmare Before Christmas, uh, Supernatural, the complete 13th season. Uh, Adrift, starring uh, Shailene Woodley and Sam Claflin. I think that's how you say his name. Uh, Young Sheldon, the complete first season. Uh, Bad Boys 1 and 2 on 4K. And Ghost Stories from Shout Factory. So we have a lot this week. Yeah, we really do. We really do have a lot this week, actually. Alright, we're going to get into the fan questions of the day. We have two from our buddy David K. Ruiz. Hope I said that right. Um, Hi, David. Yeah, hello, David. Thank you for your questions. We have, first question, in regards to, let's say, horror movies like The Nun and and upcoming movies like Hellfest and Halloween, do you think trailers ruin too much of a movie? Um, I'll I'll start off by saying... It depends. Like, a good horror trailer, I think if you... I think what when trailers and studios get into the habit of ruining movies is when they announce, like, oh, trailer number two and three and four because then they have to show more. And if, and if it's, like, an hour and a half movie, 
You don't you don't need a bunch of trailers because you're just gonna end up showing the whole movie. And um so I think as far as if you watch the first Halloween trailer, it's fine. I don't think they I don't think they they show too much. The second Halloween trailer that I just watched, I feel like I just watched an entire final battle between Laurie Strode and Michael Myers. Okay, um, The Nun, yeah. first trailer of The Nun, teaser trailer, fine, leave it as that, go into the movie blind, watch that trailer, Searching, they have two trailers up, and I love the movie, but the second trailer of Searching literally shows way too much, the first trailer, fine, go into the movie with that, because that, that's how my mom went, went into the movie, and she loved it, you know, so I, I, I definitely think it depends on how they do it, I do think a lot of, um, a lot of trailers do spoil movies. Like, I say, for instance, like, um, dude, my boss wanted to take his wife to the movie. What? what? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. My boss, what was that, by the way? Oh, uh, that was something on my PlayStation controller. That, you know how the, you know how sometimes it comes through, like, the speaker? Oh, okay. On the controller? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, um. I paused it. Um,. So, okay, so like my boss, right? He was getting ready to watch. He was getting ready. To, he wanted to take his wife to see Mission Impossible Fallout, right? They went to go see it, yep. and before he went, he was like, "Oh, what's the trailer?" So he went on the movie's website, and they showed the trailer. It said Trailer Two, and I said, "Oh, I don't remember there being a Trailer Two to that movie. I only remember the one trailer when it's that Mission when it's that Imagine Dragons all." Dum, 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 dum. I love, yeah, that's a great trailer. I love. I want to do a show. I want to do a show where I say my top ten trailers of the year because I have a couple. And Mission Impossible's trailer, that one. Wait a, wait a minute. You hated that trailer after a while, though. Which, well, well, yeah, because every theater showed it, and I was like, all right, guys, damn, my head's hurting. But like, rewatching that trailer with some headphones in on like your phone or desktop. It's a good trailer, you know. Dun, 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 dun. You know, I love it, and the way they mix in the song instrumentals into the actual theme of Mission Impossible, so good. Good trailer. Yeah. Um, love that trailer. Um, but the second trailer they have of that movie, they show everything, like everything, and I was like, no, Lewis, you just watched the whole movie. He was like, really? I was like, yeah. And it was after you and I. It was after you and I saw it. You know what I mean? Dude, they showed everything. They showed the beginning, the middle. They showed when he's like confrontating that that cop. They showed the bathroom fight, the entire thing. That trailer also showed the final fight between Henry Cavill and um and Ethan Hunt. They showed the entire thing. They showed how it ended. I was like, "Yo, wow." I was like, is this trailer on YouTube? And it was on YouTube with multi-million views. And I was like, oh man, they ruined the fuck out of that movie, huh? So, yeah. I honestly think it just depends what studios it is and what movie it is. Because there is some that spoil. And how, and how it's marketed. Yeah. Right, there is some that like spoil. That, uh, but there's some that that's really like, good at not spoiling, you know? Like, I hate, I hate, I hate to bring up Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Because we both didn't like that movie. But, I th- was it... The second trailer, I think it was. I yeah, think, the yeah. Trailer. Everything. Spoiled the entire movie. I'm like, I'm like, it w- I think I would have liked it better if I had no, if I was blind going in, if I was blind to the fact going in that the dinosaurs were being auctioned off. I think I would have been more accepting of that if I didn't know about that in the trailer. 
Right. Listen, that the first trailer was that stupid thing when he's like, "Run, run," and then and then that's it. The second trailer, oh my god, I was like, "Jesus, why am I why am I watching this movie? I just watched yeah. it right here for free." Yeah. But exactly. um, yeah, I definitely really good question, David. I really appreciate it. But um, yeah, I definitely agree. It just depends, and it's like a lot of movies do spoil trailers, and then a lot of movies don't. So it depends. All right, next question from David. Um. David asks, what do you think of Hollywood, what do you think of Hollywood running out of ideas to look into video games to turn them into a film adaptation? And why is it hard for Hollywood to make a solid video game movie? Um, you know why? So, I don't think they're running out of ideas because there's plenty of games. I think there's plenty of games you can make a movie off of and they and there is a bunch of them coming out like Diablo, The Witcher, all that stuff, you know, but I think where they fault, the reason, okay, here, I have, before I get your thoughts, Alex, I have two reasons why they can't seem to, to really crack out a good movie, is because the game, the video game comes out, right, the video game comes out, the story's amazing, so, they, the story, you have it right there, right, you just gotta write a screen right. You gotta you just gotta put a screenplay into it. But the good story is right there. A lot of these studios try to take the video game and make it to a whole different story. I'm like, why? Why? The story was fine. Assassin's Creed butchered. Because there was already a good story to the original Assassin's Creed game. Already right there. Butchered. New character. New this. New that. New people. New why? Tomb Raider. I have a Tomb Raider butchered, and I'm like, why? And I'm and there's so many games where there's a good sore a, a good story that the game creators develop, and then the movie theater, the movies, um, or the studios take it, and they're like, oh, oh wow, okay, huh, all right, and they just butcher it, and I don't know why. I, I don't know why. I really don't. Also. I think the reason why they struggle is because there's, especially if they do it off a game that has like eight, eight like like entries, they're gonna struggle because they don't know which entry to start off with or whatever. You know what I mean? And that's why I hope the really really good games that we've gotten in the past, like I hope that I hope that The Last of Us stays untouched by Hollywood. You know, I I hope that stays untouched. I hope Splinter Cell stays un- untouched. But it all depends. What are your thoughts on that question from David? Um, in regards to the first part? Yeah, either way. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think they're necessarily running out of ideas. I think, I think the whole thing is, is like, yeah, they're changing the story for, I mean, honestly, like the Prince of Persia movie, like that was, that was changed intentionally because... The creator of the game actually had a lot of say in the story in that movie. He came up with the he came up with the story for that movie, and he the way Jordan Mechner designed the story for the Prince of Persia movie was his intentional way of telling the audience, "Hey, this isn't a game that you're playing. Like this is going to be different from the game because the game story is a story that you're playing. Like this is a movie that you're watching, so it's going to be different." So I understand it in that sense. I think the huge problem that studios run into is not necessarily like making a different story. I think I think they can get away with making a different
different story as long as the core of the characters and like the spirit of the game is still there. Like I think they captured that a little bit with Assassin's Creed. Um, at least like in Assassin's Creed, like I'll, I have a confession. Like I liked that movie when I first saw it, and then on rewatch, I thought it was boring. Um, but I mean, even then, like I don't think it's like god awful. Uh, the problem is, is, is I think like people, the screenwriters just have such a hard time trying to adapt 15 to 20 hours of gameplay into a two hour movie. And you can't do that. I feel like. Yeah. And that's why, like, I, that's why I feel a lot of games are honestly better for TV series, you know? Yeah, that, that, that's, uh. part of his question too why is it so hard for Hollywood to make a solid video game movie I think that's why because they can't they can't develop a good two hour movie from 15 hours of gameplay like honestly like if you ask me I think video game adaptation movie two and a half hours right ask me. I don't think they should be I don't think they should be any uh, I don't think they should be any better than two two hours and up should be video game adaptation movies but I, I always thought it's like if you're gonna do a video game adaptation, just make it like T V series or a mini series or something. I think that that's probably the best route to go. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. Um so yeah, thank you for the questions once again, David. And yeah. Alright guys, we're gonna end the show right there. We are out of time. Thank you guys for joining us. Uh stay tuned this week and we're gonna try to get some some gaming reviews out by the end of the weekend. Um, and, and gameplay, hopefully. Gameplay, hopefully, and then the Cinemania live show should be up this weekend at some point, and then uh, yeah, we'll try to get into some other some other segments and TV sh- and um and reviews it's coming up this weekend segment. So stay tuned for all of that. Thank you guys once again for joining us. My name is Dwayne. You can find me on on Twitter at Cinemaniac ninety four. You can find the Cinemania page on Twitter as well at Cinemania World. Alex, you can find him on Twitter, um, at Alex underscore Madden underscore Alex. Tell him about your YouTube page and all that good stuff. Plug it in, plug it in. All right, so instead of listing all of my social media accounts, I'm just going to say go to Alex Madden, uh, strike, Alex Madden movies, uh, strikingly.com. You will find everything in regards to social media there, including I will be putting a link to my Twitch page there as well soon very soon all right thank you guys for joining us you can find us anywhere facebook twitter youtube spotify all that no all that good stuff thank you thank you alex for joining us we will talk to you guys soon bye-bye all right see you later